Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Man's Pursuit. Before we get into today's episode, make sure you go to themanspursuit.com and join our newsletter. Once you've joined the newsletter, you'll also in, uh, receive an invite to the free Facebook group. That's not going to remain free uh, forever, so make sure you jump in there and uh, make the most of that. We've already opened it last week and we're getting some great interaction, networking, sharing fresh content, so jump in there. Uh, we're having a bit of a nightmare today. First thing was that Simon melted down and <laughs> couldn't get his words out. Apple crumble. And then we've just recorded <laughs> an absolute epic 25-minute podcast and I didn't hit record on the audio recorder. So we're going to do it all again. But the first bit of the conversation that we didn't record, we dived into why you had a meltdown and why you were feeling so anxious. And I think, you know, in the key the, takeaways are worth maybe saying. Well, I think in the name of authenticity, why don't you describe what was going on there? The external of me thinking that this is super, super important to get a real great quality podcast out after everything we discussed before it became too much. <laughs> and because I'm, a, I think I'm a little bit stressed at the moment as well. And that usually showcases itself in a bit of anxiousness. But yeah. you were saying you've always struggled with that. Yeah, no, I have, yeah. Yeah, presentations, um, getting up in front of people, you know, even at rugby, in rugby circles, stuff like that. Yeah, so it's always been something I struggle with. Yeah. I guess I was saying that I would feel so fortunate that rugby got me into public speaking at a really early age. I had to give speeches after Lancashire games at under-13s when I was captain, and it was terrifying. But by doing it early, got used to it and now thrive doing public speaking and podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it's a skill that if you can add to your talent stack is going to pay dividends in life. So it's the Scott Adams um, idea of skill stacking that there's only one Tiger Woods, there's only one LeBron James, you know, to become the absolute best at something in the world is highly unlikely. But if you can become the top 25% in a number of desirable skills, then you're going to have a great career. So it could be you're really good at transforming people's bodies, but you're also good at public speaking and podcasting and writing. And the more you can add in those life skills like persuasion, sales, marketing, the more valuable you're going to become. Yeah. That's, that's actually my reason for us wanting to start this. For me, it was more to do with my personal development as well as getting a great message out to become better because I'm, I am really envious of people who have it as a, as a talent and I, I want to be better at it. And so I'm attacking my fears. <laughs> What's awesome. And, um, in the unrecorded podcast that will never go out there, I was almost coaching you live on, uh, yeah. how to put yourself in front of camera because in my work, as a videographer, I've seen dozens of people literally crumble to the point that they can't even get the words out. And there's two key things and they are knowing the content and practice. And so you were saying that you could get up in front of a gym uh, and all your members and comfortably deliver yeah. uh, a speech on what to do today, what reps to do, what food to eat or all those types of things. Cause you know the content and that's your, environment where you've done it a lot when you step into this realm where we're talking about new themes around like awareness owning your life they're things we've thought a lot about but articulating that in the public domain is a different ball game so you've got to really know the content and practice doing it 
it is the articulation, I think. And as you say, sometimes you do like, you do our introductions, you do our, you know, we put like a, um, a reel out the other day and you just got on there, first one, reeled some stuff out. And I just thought, how does he do that? And I asked you, didn't I? I said, you know, how, how on earth do you do that? And you said, I practice, mate. And I thought, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Something I've never actually thought to do. Like I, I did start putting myself out there on my Instagram stories, talking to get better. So I, I have started practicing that way. But You're good not, at that now. I am good at that, actually. Yeah. And when I tell people that I'm, I get fearful getting up in front of, you know, crowds and doing stuff like this, they can't believe it. But yeah. Yeah. It's a different environment with the lights. There's something so weird about lights and cameras. Um, but something I didn't say on uh, on our previous conversation uh, that was exactly the same as this one uh, is that um, the funny story I tell about becoming better at this is that I just used to do it on the toilet, practice it on the toilet, right? So um, it's not the first time you brought up the toilet, this guy. Mate, I, I, I spend a lot of time in the toilet, um, just you know, killing time, and uh, not public toilets, my own toilet. Um, when I was a teenager playing rugby, I just I loved rugby so much, and like we play for school on Saturdays. And after the game, I'd typically be in the loo or in the bath at home and I would pretend that I was getting interviewed about the game. And I would literally sit there. <laughs> Did you actually? Doing my own little debrief, just chatting away to myself about the game. Wow. And uh, that's obviously quite embarrassing to say that. But then what happened is that when I went to sale, um, the odd time, uh, Manchester TV or whatever it was called, would interview after a, sales, a sale Jets game. And so I actually got to practice then speaking on camera about, about the game. And then obviously I did public speaking through rugby, started my own business, started putting myself out there more on LinkedIn and just continued practicing, still do it now. Mainly like sat in the car on the way here to record this podcast. Can I ask the why, like what made you make the decision to start practicing that at such an early age? At an early age, I think it was probably just in my in my imagination, like imagining, because I was at that age um, the best player on the field yeah. in in pretty much all the school games, and I was I'd carve up. I was way bigger than everyone else, and I'd, it was just probably my own ego. Like, <laughs> just you know, talk, talking about yourself, just talking about how great I was <laughs> in a rugby setting, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's so, it's such a weird thing, and also probably because at thirteen years old, at thirteen years of age, I did have to do public speaking, so it was probably a bit of that as well. Um, and whenever, whenever there's been an opportunity to speak publicly, um, I've I've jumped at it. So like, uh, I've spoken at both my grandparents who've passed away. I've got uh, one grandma left. The, the two that passed away, I spoke at both their funerals. Um, when mum and dad have had, they've had two big uh, anniversary parties over the last 15 years, I've spoke at both of them. Um, yeah, any opportunity to speak, even though it's terrifying, I'd go and do it. And now I love it. So anyway, that's a bit of a sidetrack, uh, but segue into today's topic. So it was really interesting at the weekend because I think we were both struggling with the same thing. You text me saying, I want to get, all this work done on these projects I'm doing, but I'm expected to be present with my family 
Um, so why don't you tell us about that the weekend? Yeah, so basically I've got like three different projects running at this current moment. And obviously I want to be excellent at all three of them, as we, we've discussed the high achieving syndrome. And so I'm thinking the more work I can get done, the further ahead I can get, you know, the better I'm going to be in the long term at it. And so spending time with my family at the weekend, I can't stop thinking about this could be extra hours I'm putting into work. You know, I could be getting ahead. These other people doing more than me, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so it just, it was just stopping me enjoying my time with my family as much as I'd like it to, you know, I'd, I'd like to enjoy the time with the family. So I had to, I had to look at myself and just at that moment, you'd actually put in a video into our Facebook group, our community group, which was so fitting. And it was about, you know, learning to let go. And it was also about just telling yourself that all is well, you know, because yes, you can get stressed, you can get anxious, you can feel like you need to be super, super urgent, you know, in an impatient way, not in a good way, but it will probably affect the way you're showing up for the people around you in their, in their moments. So learn the skill of letting go and remember to tell yourself everything will be fine if you just enjoy this moment with your family now and go to work when you need to do it. Yeah, and I came up with a lot of those themes and read about them during lockdown when I got thrown into looking after my child and my business just got put on standstill. And I was saying earlier how much I love working and love putting time into projects. That it's my absolute joy in life. Like I'm just obsessed with it. Um, but yeah, I've really struggled with what you're describing there, which is just... I can be looking after my kids. I could be doing bath time with them or playing with them in the garden and I'm there physically, but mentally I am off in, in a completely different world. And it's even been lately times where my eldest is like, daddy, listen to me, you know? Yeah. And it's like, shit, what am I doing? Um, so the reason I put that video in the Facebook group at that point where you were having the same problems is because I was actually having to implement that advice right then. Um, and the, the fact is just thinking about business and going round and round in your head is not going to actually give you any progress. So you've really got to learn to like let go of that so you can be present yeah. in the moment. And I think what I said in the video was that, um, well, what you're describing, I think is a lack of contentment in that present moment. You're discontented because you want to be getting on with moving towards your personal goals yeah. and looking after your family is in the way or enjoying yeah. time with your family is in the way of Ultimately, that. Ultimately, yeah. yeah. And so that discontentment is because of the gap between where you are at that moment and where you want to be in the future. And if you think about any feelings of discontent in your life, that's why you've got them because there's a gap between where you are now and where you want to go. Um, but by saying to yourself, all is well, this is how life is meant to be. Everything is how it's meant to be. I can't control a lot of factors in my life. Let it go. And um, yeah. It immediately helps. That saying in general, all is well. Use it, you know, use it as a tool. Times of stress when you're thinking about maybe what other people have that you don't. And, you know, you're getting yourself all worked up and caught up. Just be mindful. All is well. Yeah, everything's how it should be. 
because yeah, for you to arrive at this point in your life where you are now, so many things were outside of your control. You know, I always use the example of us actually being sat here now doing this podcast. How many things had to transpire for that to happen and how many of them were in our control? Very few. So, you know, life's taking you on a journey, accept it, let go to it. And then when you do have time to work towards your goals, you know, put the time in then. But um, when it's family time, you've got to try and become present in that. And what we were talking about earlier though, was this idea around how much of a social ideal is it to be a present father right now? And I gave the example of 20 years ago, when I was a young lad, my dad worked away five days a week in the corporate world to make as much money as possible because he thought that's what being a good father was, giving us a good standard of living. I'm very grateful to him for that. But he also wasn't around very much. But now it's flipped to the woke generation of you must be present at all times with your kids, which is true in many ways. But also kids have to learn to be able to do things for themselves and play by themselves. So how much are we just being guided by the social construct rather than thinking about it for ourselves. It's a mad subject. It's a big subject and one that is very individual, you know, like no one can tell you how much time to put into work and how much time to put into your family. No one can tell me. I can only decide and you can only decide what is best, what, you know, based on what you want. Some people probably don't even like the kids. <laughs> probably don't even like spending time with them, you know. I so, just so happen to love spending time with my child, so it's very important to me. But I also have big goals with where I want to be financially, passion projects I want to make good headway on. So I've got to find a compromise. I've got to organise my life enough to find that good compromise, to feel contented. It's about balance. It's about balance. And des designing your life. Designing, designing your life. Your life. Define, design. Yeah, we talk about that a lot offline and we'll soon be bringing that online. I said to you earlier, how does a fly work on your jeans? You know, could you tell me how that works? You, you zip on your jeans in great detail or could you tell me how uh, a battery works or how a camera takes a photograph? You know, you think you know how these things work, but if I ask you to describe them to me in detail, you couldn't tell me. So what about when it comes to topics like parenting or immigration or inflation? Like how much have you actually got on your own deep personal investigation of that reading books, speaking to experts? You haven't. So how can you have an opinion on that? You know, so what do you do? You just follow what everyone else around you is saying. And that's why I don't have an opinion on politics because I'm not informed enough about it. And so when it comes to parenting, we all just form these opinions. I must be a present father 100% of the time because that's the popular narrative right now. Um, but have you actually been on your own deep investigation of what it means to be a good parent? Yeah. And what it even means to be present. Yeah. Because I think there's also a case for people thinking they're present based on what they're doing with the children, but they're not really present. Yeah. They could probably condense four hours of time with the child into an hour of, you know, real 
Presence. Presence. Yeah. Because you go to the park and watch the guy who's, you know, I've taken the kids to the park today, but I've sat on my phone updating the football scores on Twitter <laughs> yeah. for the whole time. I see yeah. it all the time, mate. Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then you see the one chasing, chasing the kids around <laughs> pretending to be yeah. a bear. That's presence. Yeah, that's present. And so would you rather have an hour in the park of intense, focused, present play with your child or just be living in social media world or like we were at the weekend, off in your own head thinking about business um, rather than being present? So I think you've got to make your own. I think you've got to discover you, what, what do you want your impact to be again? We've touched on that on a few podcasts. What do you want your impact to be? What do you want your child to see you as? Like, do you want to be a fun parent? Do you want, you know, you've got to be actually breaking these things down and you might think this is too neurotic to do, but it's not. And it's different for everyone. Yeah. Isn't it? And that's the reason why you should do it because otherwise, what do you ultimately do? Oh, we'll go to the play center today. Why? Because everybody else does it. It's about defining your values again, isn't it? Because what's important to you, like being a good parent is very important to me, but that doesn't just mean being present. Like you could be a present, you could be present 100% of the time in your child's life, but no job, sitting on the couch all day, you know, poor habits. Well, what sort of influence is that on your kid? Um, or you might only have a one hour of quality time a day, but you're setting a great example by how hard you work and and how you actually act around them when you are with them. So there's all these things that you've got to define for yourself. Um, yeah. I saw a great, great quote actually on Twitter about this. Uh, a personal trainer had put, um, quotes, I die for my kids. And he put, great, but are you willing to be healthy for them? Yeah. And I love that. That is a great quote. Yeah, because it's almost like, um, I die for my kids, I'll do anything for my kids. But then how, what about when you're actually here right now? What sort of example are you setting wow, to them? what a great quote yeah, that is. Um, and only you can define that. So because we know our values are being good present parents. We obviously had some conflict at the weekend uh, because we weren't being present, but that doesn't mean we should just flip it on its head and try and be a hundred percent present and not think about work and business because we have got a high need to achieve and that's a good trait and that's going to benefit your kid in the future. That's equally as important to you, you know, yeah. personal development, professional development. You've just got to find the time. You've got to organize your time and know when it is. I am in work mode, right? That's three hours is done. I'm now in father mode because my mindset's completely different as well. Like, well, I want to touch on that to finish the podcast. Um, it's, a, you know, we're going to have to cut it a bit short because I am picking up my kid from the school yeah. on the school run. And that's one way that I bring that value into my life every day, dropping off and doing and picking up. Um, but, Again, there's probably some lifestyle design things we can do to try and be more present when we are with our kids. So I think the all is well is quite a good tool. So if you're feeling like, oh, I want to be, it doesn't even have to be work. I want to be in the gym. Or I want to be watching the football with my mates. All is well. This is where we are right now. Bring yourself into the moment. It's an immediate reframe, isn't it? Yeah. You and maybe some breath work in there, you know, concentrating on, on your breath or focusing on something that's going on in the present moment yeah. could help. But also 
we talked really early on in the, the podcast series about removing things. So something I put on my weekly hit list with you last week that I sent you for accountability was phone off between 5 and 9 p.m. every night. Um, I did it. I, I managed it uh, four out of five days. Um, one of my personal documentaries got released one day last week and I was on my phone quite a lot in the evening. Um, but so can you just set a simple rule like that? Like, again, if you're thinking about Atomic Habits, James Clear, how do you attach that habit of putting your phone away to a habit you already have? So you could say, every time I get through the front door and take my shoes off, when I take my shoes off, I put my phone in the shoe or something, or I turn my phone off and put it away. Um, that's going to help you be more present than in that four-hour period with your child. Um, and yesterday, I actually looked at my screen time, and even though I put my phone away four hours every night, it was still like way too high. I think I spent six hours on Instagram last week. So yesterday the phone just went off all day. Sometimes you've got to have them interventions to break the chain because everything's an addiction as well, isn't it? So you start getting on that, giving you those dopamine hits from Instagram and you start chasing it again. So any other tools we've got, you know, bring yourself back into the present moment, design your environment to not be distracted. I would say organize with, you know, for me, it would be my partner. So organize your time well, make sure you understand the expectations of the weekend. If you need three hours to work, make sure you've told them that actually on Sunday, I need, you know, two till 5 p.m. to do some work. Is that okay? Yes, that's in the diary. So then Sunday morning, I can be really present with them, with Hugo and Meredith. And I can, then I can be really present in my work. I'm doing a great job of both rather than just a half-assed job of both. I think that's a real big one, communication. So it comes down to what's going to become our first product, I think, which is defining values and, and what that looks like and then designing your life around it. Um, and yeah, that's given me some things to think about actually because I, I'm getting up at like half five to run uh, a lot of days, but maybe on a Saturday or Sunday, that's two hours of work I can do and brain dumping to get that out of my system to then be present and do fun stuff with the kids. So that was like take five of that conversation. But <laughs> I think it pretty I just feel really calm now, by the way, guys. Know, yeah. um, hopefully that won't happen again. I'm just looking down. It is still recording. So <laughs> happy days. Um, but yeah, just go to themanspursuit.com. Join our newsletter. It's taken a few different forms. But I think what we're going to do is try and start summarizing these podcast discussions into a key takeaways blog post so that you can really let the key themes uh, sink in and put them into action in your life. So go there, sign up for that. Uh, if you're not receiving our emails, make sure you're adding us to your trusted contacts. And if they're still not coming through, let us know. Uh, email service providers are funny beasts these days. They, they think everything is spam. So let us know if you're not receiving the emails. And once you join the email newsletter, you will be invited to join our Facebook group for free. That won't be free forever. So get in there. Uh, you'll see lots of Sai in there sharing lots of useful tips, keeping people accountable, things like that. Uh, all right, Sai, got there in the end. Got there in the end. I don't crumble in the Facebook group. <laughs> <laughs> all right, see you next week. Cheers, mate.